visit again soon and we might go but uh and last friday night no last saturday i went even though i'm jewish i just went to my first ever bar mitzvah mm -hmm. so i did the comedy thing on friday night and then brought our oldest daughter to my first and her first ever bar mitzvah because it's like a friend of hers from school mm. and then she wanted to go and support him which is so awesome but then she's like do you want to come and then i was like yeah i can go to kind of support you and then all of a sudden i was like i've never been to a bar mitzvah before and it was like my even though i'm jewish and i grew up fully being told i was jewish no one ever told me what the word meant <laughs> we didn't go to synagogue and like mm -hmm. on certain side of the family they would have stories about bar mitzvahs but we, I didn't grow up mostly in L.A. We had moved to the beach in Florida. Mm -hmm. And so, like, well, your cousin so-and-so did a bar mitzvah. And I'm like, no one told me what bar mitzvah is. No one told me what Jewish means. Mm -hmm. Except Grandma Faye was always like, never forget, you're Jewish. Mm -hmm. And they, like, she knew Yiddish and all that. And if I could travel in time machine, I'd be like, someone tell me what Jewish means. Yeah. <laughs> I had to figure it out as an adult. <laughs> and that's part of the humor. Is I go like part of it, dude. Is it's, I'm kind of I'm Jewish. Like I feel like I have some of these traits, and it cracks me up. And then sometimes I'm like, I got some really cool traits, and I think it might be because I'm Jewish, and it's a really cool feeling. Mm -hmm. So it lends itself to funny. It lends itself to serious or spiritual or self-reflective, like I did on Friday night, where I kind of like just like let me crash this dance party and talk about the spiral. I tell I'm wired. Or I can, we can go snoop. And that's part of the, the thing I'm trying to work on. Is do I have the courage to stand up in front of people and do the snoop thing, right? But then kick it into some fun, funny stuff, talking some stories. And then what about a hip-hop song that brought about major awareness of the injustices? And what if we listen to that too mm -hmm. and dance to that one and then talk after that's over, or maybe before, I can't figure out what the better segue is, either leading up to that song or following the song, explain some of what I think I learned. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't even know if this is true. And I'm not claiming that it's true, and I don't even know how it feels to be black. But I was listening to all of the hip-hop, and I was watching all of the movies, and here's what I think happened in america tell me if you tell me if i'm right okay and that's part of it and then it would go into like a serious thing and it would go into that hip-hop revolution thing i'm talking about mm -hmm. like is hip-hop still yeah known I mean, for in a lot telling of ways, these it truths depends on a lot of stuff like hip-hop uh, i mean it's not just an american thing anymore like mm -hmm. they make hip-hop everywhere they make music yeah um and obviously, the things they have to say are going to change. Um, you know, there's a lot right. of people who would say that it's lost um, that cultural heritage. Uh, and in the same way that, like, punk has been yeah. commodified. Um, punk and hip-hop culture are tied together, man. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it's it's about... Sometimes they were using the punk clubs because it's the only clubs that would let them do their stuff. I mean, it's, it's 
complaining about very similar. To, it, it, it's intersectional, you know. Punk yeah. is anti-capitalism, basically, uh, and uh, anti-fascism. Um, and you can't be properly anti-capitalist if you don't recognize the effects of racism and the purpose of racism within a capitalist society. And, like, like the punk scene has always been, like, there have always been black people in punk. Like, mm-hmm. we, we have a very modern, modern image of punk as a white thing, and that is largely because of it, the I commodification think, of punk. When I think punk, black person that still sort of fits the stereotype of white punk culture, I think they're European. Yeah. Think of an American black guy, mm-hmm. punk, straight punk culture. I don't know who it is. I'll be honest, like, that's a really easy thing for me to imagine. Like, I want you to think of a person. Like? A, a, like a famous person. Well, like, they're famous to me. Uh, a person called Scott Tune Network. They're non-binary. They do Scott punk music, and they're black. Say the name again? Scott Tune Network. That's cool. what they go by on the internet. Dude, I want to look that up. Yeah. Scott Tune Network. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. Cartoon Network, but ska instead of car. I feel like now's a good time. Go for it. <laughs> You're like that one's that's easy for me. <laughs> you like, like, I was really asking. I, I wasn't like Alright. Obviously not it. Ads. I don't. I don't pay for the whole no you, no ads on YouTube thing. Yeah, me neither. But I do use other services that allow me to not see ads. <laughs> I hate advertising. Yeah. So this is. Yeah, that's right. that. I just want to make sure I'm looking at the right thing. So it was like an intro. kind of one of your styles your go-to's um i like ska i wouldn't say it's one of my go-to's but it's like definitely a genre that i like and listen to i've got this much experience with ska yeah. i've been to like two ska shows ska's cool it's another genre that i think the modern image of is incredibly white um yeah but ska was invented in Jamaica. It came out of the Jamaican R&B scene in, in yes. the 30s. And ska actually predates reggae. Reggae came out of the ska scene. Um, oh my gosh, what a great overlap. Yeah. Because reggae has some connections with hip-hop, too. Yeah, absolutely. I've spent so little time with music like this, dude. Oh, this is... Is this from the Beetlejuice musical? No, it's not. That one part sounded like it was, but... It doesn't say. Dude, that's so great. I think it's a thing. Oh, don't worry, I've got a guy. 
<laughs> I think it's a thing. And speaking of it's a thing, next time we talk, mm-hmm. or one of the next times we talk, I want to talk about the phrase it's a thing. Mm-hmm. Because things. this is things about things, in case you forgot. Yeah, things Pe- about things. Yeah, and people say something happens and they go, yeah, that's it's a thing. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about what that means. Yeah. I feel like it could be a long conversation. I would, I would do a little bit of... It could be of, a thing. It, would, it probably would be. It would be the title, it would be the topic, and it would be a thing. <laughs> but would it be like a whole thing? <laughs> it would be. Like, I don't think it, like... <laughs> Only if, we'd re- if we nailed it in terms mm-hmm. of, like, not just kind of um, chit-chatting about it, yeah. but if we actually said something that made sense and mm-hmm. people went, oh, that was like a whole thing. Uh, yeah, but if like, we mess it up, it could be a whole other thing. <laughs> yeah. Or we could just talk about it, and then veer off, and then people would say, well, they tried to talk about it's a thing, but then they went into this whole other thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It, it wasn't just, even a thing. It, it, it ain't no thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ain't no thing but a chicken wing on a string from Burger King, which is a quote from White Men Can't Jump. Fantastic. Yeah. Really brings it home. Maybe we should be done? Sounds you feel, good. You want to be done? Let's be done. Will you press that stop recording bar?